Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Counting down in five, four, three, two, one. Hey, folks, how's it going? Dave the Drummer here, your awesome host for Suama Station, episode three. We are the official podcast of All Japan Worldwide Fan Group. We want to say thank you for joining us. Thank you for being a fan. Thank you for listening in and helping, uh, letting us help you get educated and caught up and get you aware with what's going on with all japan right now uh actually this episode <laughs> is going to detail august and so we're going to go and discuss all the match results we're going to discuss little news items that are going on throughout the month we're going to talk about the atsushi aoki special the memorial show that happened on the 15th we're going to also bring back one of our more beloved uh one of our favorite sections is did you know wrestling that's going to be awesome and then we're going to finish off with doing the plugs and giving thanks to all the folks that uh, help us get this information over to you the fans so let's get right to it so august we had the 
We still had the Wednesday special shows going on. Uh, the Wednesday specials is usually when we would have uh, comedy matches. We would have something brand new to kind of cut to kind of tide folks over while uh, new content is sort of uh, limited in terms of you know how often they can put things out. In terms of doing events, it's kind of limited due to COVID complications, but they did their best. And so at this point, they are still doing the Wednesday special. And on the Wednesday of the August 5th, we had Francesco Akita going up against Black Menzo Day in a first-generation superhuman investigation match. Uh, again, a comedy match. It was uh, Menzore kind of doing his usual shtick, which is just trying to get a leg up on somebody, get a win somehow. And he thought he could pull uh, a fast one on uh, our friend uh, Akira, and he managed. He being Akira managed to get the win over Black Menzore in a little under three minutes. On the thirteenth of August, All Japan created. The Battle Archive, AJPW.TV, along with Gaura and YouTube, came together to have a collection of matches from Gaura Sports Library. And so they have created this Battle Archive that is available through YouTube and through AJPW.TV. So you can check out some matches from the last 20 years of All Japan very different time period, very different time than what we're seeing now or even what folks are really kind of uh, seem to gravitate to, which is the 70s, 80s, 90s of All Japan. And with good reason, obviously, some killer stuff there. But the first match that they uploaded in respect to the great Atsushi Aoki was the Junior Tag Battle of Glory 2014 finals of Yoshinobu Kanemaru, who was now freelancing over in New Japan with Suzuki-gun. They, uh, he teamed up with Ultimo Dragon, who had just not too long before then had arrived into All Japan. They went up against Sato and Aoki, representing Evolution, in a fantastic match. So if you ever get a chance, you really got to watch it. It's, it's, it's probably some of Aoki and Sato's best work as a tag team, but they are in there with some really seasoned pros who can really turn it on. Kanemaru, even to this day, is still a pretty, pretty reliable wrestler, but back then he still had a lot of fire back in him. And Altimo, of course, his appeal to All Japan is still pretty strong. He hadn't been around too long at that point, but a great match. So we move on to the 15th, which was a, a very uh, uh, emotional event, a very special event. It was the Atsushi Aoki Memorial AA Forever Show. It was at a Kurikin Hall, um, and it was available on AJPW.TV as soon as, uh, I think, the day after the event had happened, or maybe earlier that day. Anyways, the uh, card had a couple of special guests in this and so i will try my best to kind of help highlights but for this i thought it would be really good to kind of go over the entire card so uh we had at the beginning of the card with the we had kumarashi and hokuto omori who had just become a member of infanterible they go and they win up against the aoyagi brothers yuma and atsuki when Omori gets the win over Atsuki in a little under seven minutes. Their teammates in Infanterible, Shotaro Ashino and Yusuke Kodama, got a win over Yoshitatsu and Yusuke Okada when Ashino used a T-bone suplex on Okada, showing the fans why he is considered to be the master suplex. Now, this is... uh. 
the this is not this is not the first time Tatsu and Okada team up. It had kind of been teased, but now winds up becoming an official thing in August is that Yoshitatsu has himself a brand new stable called Yoshitatsu Kingdom. Yusuke Okada is a member as well as Sego Tachibana. That winds up being sort of a new a new venture out for Yoshitatsu, whereas he had primarily been working with other wrestlers and tag teams and working with Kento as sort of a satellite member of Nextstream. Now Yoshitatsu has his own stable. Moving on, Yoshi, uh, Ultimo Dragon and Tajiri. We get uh, Ultimo in uh, special guest form over here on this card. They get the win over Francesco Akira and Rising Hayato when Ultimo uses a La Magistra on Hayato in 8.42. Now Akira... And Hayato are members of Kento's Adventure, the super group of just really talented young guys. And we see that we have the world uh, of the the potential, the, the world in their hands, Akita and Hayato. They're both really good, very young, very fresh talent that are looking to really make waves and wrestling the world over. But uh, and not, not on that day. Uh, Azushi Aoki memorial match. We have Hikaru Sato, who, of course, grew to be very close with the departed Azushi Aoki as his teammate in Evolution for a couple of years. They really kind of grew close with each other. Hikaru Sato teams up with Takuya Wada. Now, Takuya Wada and Azushi Aoki have a uh, history going back in that uh, they're both members, I believe, of the same uh, wrestling team. And so uh, they've known each other for some time, and they uh, obviously kept in touch, and they have a very close correspondence up until the unfortunate accident. And Wada had shown up to do some dates last year in respect for the the loss of Aoki. They go up against Kagetora and Gosumaru. Gosumaru is from an independent promotion in Japan, and I will not try to make up that I know where he is from, but I do know that he works in uh, different promotions, and he's not uh, exactly somebody we see working in all Japan. They go up, uh, they, they team up uh, Kagetora and Gosamaru. Now, Kagetora and Gosamaru also as well have a, they have a, a history with Aoki. All of these wrestlers have a history with Aoki mostly related to training in the past and, and rolling around with these guys on the wrestling mat. Uh, it's no, uh, it's no, uh, it's no news that, uh, uh, Aoki was a very friendly, warm, affable type of person who very much just liked He, he, he liked his job and he loved wrestling. And so he was the type of person that I'm sure, the camaraderie was not very easy to uh, to work towards, as uh, you know, all, all these wrestlers come together to pay tribute to uh, a, a person that definitely touched them in their lives. We move on to the next match, which is a, a eight man tag. We saw Takao Omori, the uh, returning Ozamu Nishimura, the Nish, as I like to call him, Koji Iwamoto, and Black Menzode. They go up against a returning Jun Akayama. Masanobu Fuchi, Dan Tamura, and returning uh, Sushi as well. Now, this is Akayama's first match back since B 
beating Don Tamura on his way out, seemingly to just go ahead out to work DDT in a, a limited fashion. But DDT have really begun to put him into heavy rotation, if you will. And so the I the well, it's not entirely official out there. I would put some pretty solid money that Akiyama is to be a solid linchpin for DDT. And uh, this is the last match that Akiyama is booked in for All Japan for the foreseeable future. So take from that as you will. Uh, I, I place my bet. You don't necessarily need to place yours. But, uh, you know, I'd put some money on that. So the All-Asian Tag Team titles. We saw Zeus and Aizanagi. Aizanagi picking up a couple of wins, building up steam for this challenge for the All-Asian Tag Titles. The All-Asian the all Asian Tag Team titles. Oldest title in wrestling right now in japan especially but the uh the champions uh yankee two pistols uh asami kodaka from basada and yuko miyamoto they they've get i i was surprised they get the win aizanagi manages to roll up kodaka and get the win win the the all asian tag belts they become the 110th champions with uh, Yankee Two Pistols failing in their fourth defense. In the main event, the Atsushi Aoki Memorial Match, another Atsushi Aoki Memorial Match, Suwama Shuji Ishikawa and Shigehiro Irie, they go up against Kento, Jake Lee, and Yuji Okabayashi, who is from BJW, his just phenomenal wrestler, if you're not familiar with his work. Irie as well, the, for the former team, with Suwama, Shuji Ishikawa have lots of experience, lots of uh, time spent with Aoki and his last and the, the the last few years of his career really bonding. And you you know there's lots of pictures of them uh, hanging out and just having a good time. And uh, you know it's really touching stuff. And so uh, you know it, it was a, a fantastic match. I definitely would recommend you go out and watch it. But the Suwama picks up the win over Kento, reaffirming that he's got Kento's number, at least right here, right now. And, uh, you know, at first I thought maybe Suwama was going to drop the fall on this or maybe EDA, but Suwama getting the pin on Mitahara to me kind of begins this. Kento is not really looking towards the, the triple crown right now, which is probably the best thing for him. I know a lot of folks probably going to disagree with me, but I, I truly feel the, keeping Kento away from the the main event scene, keeping him away from the Triple Crown, keeping him from the top of the singles division right now is probably the best thing for him to keep it fresh. So when it's time to bring him back towards that, the, the novelty isn't worn away. So I think they, they did the right move by having Suama win back over in March. Stopping Kento's momentum just kills it. So, uh, moving on, the 19th, there was a special discussion uploaded onto AJPW.TV with Shuji Ishikawa, and there was a cooking segment with the Aoyagi brothers, as well as Black Menzode making an appearance. Battle Library uploaded Suama versus, uh, <laughs> Suama versus Hiroshi Hase from 2004. Now, this is a huge match in terms of all Japan's history, and, and we talk about the last 20 years. Now, Suwama is arguably the gatekeeper to All Japan's past right now. And in terms of being a, a top-tier 
singles wrestler who has been around and has been dominant for you know again almost uh what is it? he's on his 16th year right now but suama in his very first match against his mentor the the gentleman who scouted him to come over to all japan and help train him hiroshi hase this, this is a fantastic match and you can see a lot of potential in suama and in his first match in it was a, it's a real delight i watched this back in the day I really recommend you go out of your way to check this one out. Suama versus Hiroshi Hase. It's a fantastic match. Now, this next big event, uh, this this has become a very big piece of uh, conversation with a lot of wrestling fans over the last, ever since this was announced uh, the last couple of months, last couple of weeks really, is the formation of a new wrestling group called Gleet. Now, Gleet is backed by Ledet, who is formerly the owner of Noah, the whole thing. They are now a partial sponsor to Noah. And so they are still working with Noah on a more limited scale, but they are still around and working with them. This group is fronted by Kaz Hayashi, Kiyoshi Tamura, Nozawa, and Riki Choshu. All of these men, with exception to Tamura, have a a history of working with all Japan and for Hayashi Nozawa they are parts of the Wrestle One kind of contingent Nozawa breaking away sooner than Hayashi but the still you know ultimately still pretty good friends but most importantly is Tamura and Choshu now these are two very conflicting personalities uh very two very two two very different uh, schools of thought and, and pro wrestling, but the, I, I don't think they're going to be interacting a whole lot. You know, Tamara is you know there for the the credibility and, and trying to lean towards a shoot sort of a UWF U style sort of uh, uh, credibility. We have a big star you know to have that, and then Choshu Choshu was doing his power hall shows, uh, I believe his year and year before last, and Lynette was helping to sponsor those shows to uh get choshu to sort of be in a more favorable position with them down the road when something like this would happen so this group they are formed and they do not bring out a a card they just mentioned that their their first two stars are takanori ito and the former pegaso illuminati who is now going by the name soma watanabe took off his mask now, later on in a couple of weeks, they're going to announce a card and they're going to talk about the talent that they're going to be working with in and out of the the group that we just mentioned. We were going to talk about that in the next episode. We go in-depth with that. We have a big discussion, myself and our new upcoming co-host, uh, Matt Saprikon from The Chair Shot. We're going to talk a great deal about Gleet and the the... The, the presence looming of uh, what that means to pro wrestling in Japan is Gleet's uh, arrival. Gleet's, you know, formation and starting has definitely caused some rumblings, but we won't really know anything until they start getting active and doing their thing. Moving on to the 23rd at Ecos Agio, we had... I'm going to go over these cards. Well, there's not a lot of uh, shows, full-on shows that were going on this month. Next month is the carnival, and so obviously it's a bit more, you know, the the pace is going to get picked up. But let's go ahead and go through the card. Now, 
Uh, something that we wanted to, to bring up of note is that there is a new foreigner to working into all Japan and doing uh, little spots, uh, doing, uh, you know, opening in here and there. And his name is Bailan Aki. Now, I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. If I, if I did a little bit of homework on him, and I, I think I did, this gentleman is from India and has been working with Gato Move and Choco Pro and a couple of other different uh, promotions that are, I believe you can watch some of them on Nico, Nico Pro. And so if you're a big fan of, uh, you know, independent uh, promotions and, and they're, they're, don't get me wrong. I, I, I dig, I, I would, if I was in Japan, I would be trying my, uh, my, I would be trying hard to go and check out all those cool little indie shows. I would love to do that. Would love, love, love to do it. But there's so many of them. There's only so much uh, time in the day. You can't really go and scope them all out. But if you try, then my heart goes out with you. So, uh, Francesco Akita gets the win over Bailan Aki with the F in about eight and a half minutes. Kumarashi, Okuto Omori, Yusuke Kodama, they get the win over Yoshitatsu, Yusuke Okada, and Ryuji Hishikada, who is making his return to All Japan after being away for some time. I'm really happy that he's starting to work All Japan again. He's a wonderful wrestler. Former World Junior Heavyweight Champion. He's he's done quite a bit in uh, All Japan. He's been around ultimately since just about the time of the the Noah Exodus in 2000. He's good, really good uh, worker. Uh, a lot of fun to watch. But uh, Arashi gets the win over Okada with the diving Santon in a little under 11 and a half minutes. Jin's Jake Lee and Koji Iwamoto get the win over. Takamori and Black Menzore when Ibomoto uses the Japanese leg roll clutch hold on Black Menzore. The EWA Intercontinental title is something that Udomaro has been trying to go to Jiri to defend against Udomaro so Udomaro could possibly get that belt away from his former mentor into Jiri. So we had a, a, a skirmish, a EWA Intercontinental title skirmish with Purple Hazes, Zeus, Aizanagi, and Udamaro getting a win over the Aoyagi brothers. Yuma and Atsuki teaming up with Tajiri when Udamaro uses a low altitude DDT on Atsuki in 11.42. Shotaro Ashino gets a win over Hikado Sato with the ankle lock in a little over 12 and a half minutes. In another title skirmish match, we had Evolution's leader and Triple Crown heavyweight champion, one half of the World Tag Team Champions, my man, Suwama, teaming up with his BFFF, Shuji Ishikawa, one half of the World Tag Team Champions, the Double Cup Tag Team Championship. They team up with the new rookie for Evolution, which is Don Tamuda. They go up against Kento Jito and Rising Hayato, that super group, the Kento's Adventure group I hadn't been uh, talking about earlier. And Evolution gets the win when Tamura pins Hayato with the powerbomb in a little under 20 minutes. This is a fun one to watch. I would definitely go out of my way to check this one out. It's definitely uh, telling that Tamura and Hayato can hang in the main event and look like they are well obviously they're the low man on the totem pole in the match but they did not look out of place i have high expectations for both of those young men so it's a it's real fun to watch them uh kind of develop as time goes on because they're both really good wrestlers they've, they've only got uh 
They've only got up to go. <laughs> they've only got up to go. They only have uh, uh, the sky's the limit, you know, really. Uh, so another big thing of note is that after this show, around uh, uh, the time of a- the af- sometime after the show, Diyuki Honda, who was a Russell One trainee, graduated. Uh, uh, he approached Takao Mori about becoming an All Japan trainee. This was a big deal as Omori was himself a rather large trainee for All Japan. And Honda is a, about 5'11", 6 foot. He, he's arguably one of the first heavyweight prospects that All Japan has had come through their gates in a while. And so Honda's tryout was filmed and held within a short amount of time after that. It was uploaded to AJPW.TV, and he's definitely qualified to become a member of the dojo. It was uh, it was something that uh, I feel it was done for more for formality, uh, and so it is now Honda who is in the dojo. He is the he's the young boy now. Uh, the, the other rookies essentially have sort of they're they're they may be at the t- bottom of the totem pole, but they've kind of left being at the 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 very bottom and that's i can essentially where they have honda right now uh but i think honda has a bright future for himself uh and he will definitely be somebody to keep your eye on in the future so the 26th saw of the wednesday special the black menzo day discussion very similar to shuji ishikawa's the week before as well as spending time in the kitchen with our pal francesco akita just want to give him a shout out say uh what's up man hope everything's going good over there not too long after the battle archive received a the 2011 real world tag league final this is arguably one of the uh the the funnest tag uh, real world tag league finals in the early 2010s that i would really recommend sonata and soya are just they're so on right on the match we're going to take ourselves a little break we'll be back in just a second this is dave the drummer i am the host of suama station we will be right back Moving on to the 30th, we had another show at Cook and Hall on the 30th. 
Uh, also uploaded to AJPW.TV. That is what you want to do to go and check out All Japan when you're watching it, when you're streaming it online. You want to watch All Japan. You want to grab yourself a subscription to AJPW.TV. In the opener, we have from Kento's Adventure, the super group. Francesco Akira and Rising Hayato get a big win over the Aoyagi brothers in the opener. 716. Akira using the F on Atsuki to get the win. We had Lands in wrestlers working with Evolution member Hikaru Sato, Dioji Sai, and Daimoniji So. They teamed up going up against Yoshitatsu Kingdom of Yoshitatsu, Yusuke Okada, and guest starring Mr. Carbell Ito, the awesome sponsor of All Japan in mask form. It would be Dioji Sai who would use the Akagawa Bridge on Okada in seven minutes for the win. Shotaro Ashino, Kumarashi, Hokoto Omori, Kojidoi of Infants Terrible, they get a big win over Takao Mori, Vinish, Masanobu, Fuchi, and Black Menzode when Doi pins Black Menzode with the Lariat in eight minutes, five seconds. Kojidoi is a welcome addition to All Japan. Uh, they've been needing, you know, some more thick boys, and this is the def- definite uh, uh, great get for All Japan. Infants Rebellion had been teasing for the past few weeks before this that there was going to be a new member or a- another member of the group that they were going to bring in on the 30th, and it wound up being Doi. Um, this is, uh, you know, this is big for the group. You know, Doi is a, a really talented guy. He's primarily known for his tag team work with Arashi, Kumarashi over in Wrestle 1. But uh, this is definitely something that is a big development that'll kind of, you know, roll down later. As we see, Doi is going to start being a thorn in a, another big singles wrestler's side in All Japan. We'll talk about that next month. We go to the fourth match on the card, which is Jake Lee and Fuminori Abe of Basada. They just won the BJW Tag Team Championship along with Tukuya Nomura. They are affectionately known as Astronauts. They get a big win over the All-Asian Tag Team Champions when you have Jake Lee use an arm lock on Zeus to get the tap out on 11.07. Big win for Jin right there. Nice to see Abe return to All Japan. In the EAW Intercontinental title match, Tajiri gets the win over his former pupil, Udamaro, in a little uh, over five minutes with the buzzsaw kick. It is the fourth defense of the EWA Intercontinental title that Tajiri currently holds from Europe. We saw the All Japan World Junior Heavyweight title be defended Koji Iwamoto in his first defense of the title of this current reign of his. He gets the win over a youngster, Don Tamuda of Evolution, in a little under 13 minutes with the Kokono Gajitsu, the awesome judo throw that pretty much knocks the sail out of the, the winds out of the sail of any any wrestler that basically gets that thing thrown on him. Uh, Iwamoto's done it to a couple of heavyweights too. So, I mean, this guy can definitely throw very very well but Iwamoto gets the win gets to retain the title here the world tag team title match which closed out the night when the main event saw Suwama and Shuji Ishikawa defend the world tag team slash double cup tag team championships against Kento Miyahara the supernova 
along with his pal in Kinto Adventure, Jito Ikiman Kuroshio. It would be it would be <laughs> it would be Runaway Giants getting the win at 27-38. The last ride, Suwama getting the pin over Jito. It was their fourth title defense. Now, uh, a big special shout out to Striga, to all the folks at Pudo Love, all the folks at Cage Match that help with all this information that we have on hand to be able to talk in depth about all this All Japan goodness. We want to say thank you so much to them, and we'll drop them one more plug as we get to the end of the show. We were recording on the 23rd when we heard about Road Warrior Animals passing. And so we want to send a shout out to the the memory, say, uh, you know, our respects to the the Laurenitis family. And we want to say uh, we will miss Road Warrior Animal. Definitely one of the more legendary tag team wrestlers of all time. Arguably one of, if not the greatest tag teams of all time. We will talk about uh animals memory a bit more in the next episode but to kind of give you a a little bit of a a segue into our next segment did you know wrestling we kind of wanted to give a couple of facts on road warrior animal and his time in all japan so the road warriors entered into all japan in 85 they were the AWA World Tag Team Champions immediately as they get into Japan they make a huge impact they're super over with the Japanese fans it's like a scene just like you they they would get back home in the states they were truly one of the biggest draws in tag team wrestling history if if arguably not the biggest got to be up there but Road Warrior Animal, along with Road Warrior Hawk, would have tremendous success in all Japan. And they would keep appearing from 85 to 89 to all Japan. Now, because of some issues between Hawk and Animal, uh, more so I would say that uh, Hawk was healthy enough to be able to go out on his own and do his thing with... um, Kintsugi Sasaki as Power Warrior, of course, Hawk uh, was able to do that and do continue his work in New Japan. But Animal having to heal up uh, kind of left uh, that that left the team off. Uh, basically, the, the the foam was off the hook, and you know the Road Warriors. It took some time to get them back together to working on a regular basis together as a team together. As I mentioned. Road Warrior Hawk working in New Japan along with Power Warriors as the um, Hellraisers. And later on down the road, we will see uh, Animal and Hawk in 99 return to All Japan for the Giant Baba Memorial Show along with Animal's brother, Johnny Ace. Kind of crazy to think that they're related. They don't very much look alike, but... You know, I can relate to that myself personally. So, yeah, uh, all animal, very big uh, a piece to the puzzle of uh, Gaijin tag team, dominant, uh, very successful, very over with the Japanese crowd. The Road Warriors, the Legion of Doom, uh, transcend time and space because they're a tag team unlike anything that will ever come and... 
uh, that came before them. And so we'll talk more about Animal and uh, All Japan on the next episode. But let's get over to a returning segment of the show. Did you know wrestling? Did you know that All Japan had a small tour of Taiwan back in 1986? It was a four-date tour that saw them wrestle in Kaohsiung for two days on the 14th and 15th and two days at Taichung on the 16th and the 17th. This is years before Kijimura would bring All Japan to Taiwan in the 2000s. Did you know wrestling? Did you know that Giant Baba not only made his debut in America, he spent nearly the first two years of his career operating primarily out of NWA territories. Not only that, Giant Baba challenged for his first NWA World Heavyweight Championship within seven months of his debut. Baba's first match in JWA, the Japanese Pro Wrestling Association, in Japan would be against the, the future Gorilla Monsoon, Gina Morella, in May of 1963. Did you know wrestling? Did you know that Masahiro Chono, for a very, very brief time, was assigned All Japan wrestler? Chono, who had been spending a lot of time away from New Japan, had finally cut ties with the company in 2011. His best pal, Keiji Muto, was still with enough political clout in All Japan at the time to get Chono a contract, which he was contracted for for a single year. Chono, in 2013, did entirely tag match work while he was signed with the company. This would not last long as Muto, in mid-2013, would leave to form Wrestle 1. Chono would retire the following year. That does it for this installment of Did You Know Wrestling. Thank you for joining us. We finally get to the end of the episode, and we want to say our big shout-outs to all the folks that help us and get us to you, the listeners. So let's start off with, again, Striga and all the folks that work at Puto Love and Cage Match. They do a lot of work with database with updating all the information filling in holes that they don't necessarily have but keep working at it and we can't we cannot thank them enough we want to make it perfectly clear that while we do do some of our own research doing translating through different sites all japan's and through various sources and twitter ourselves and also getting help from folks like patrick as well as compa and you know awesome folks that are on twitter that are also doing the same thing we want to say thank you to everybody out there who's just trying to get the information into the the fans hands you know we're working all together in this awesome uh, ecology to get the the news translated get the information translated and then you know into the hands of the english or the international community we want to say without them this show becomes infinitely harder so big shout out to them thank them for that we want to give a shout out to our new partners over at the cage match we want to say a big shout out to i'm sorry not cage match <laughs> we want to send a big well obviously we love cage match too but uh, cagematch.net go and check them out pudolove.com that's where you want to go and check out both of those sites we want to say a big shout out to the chair shot radio network and the chairshot.com 
all the folks that are involved with them. We want to say thank you to Ben. We want to say thank you to Andrew Balas and say thank you to Matt Saprikon, who will be joining me um, starting next month in the new episode. Um, it's going to be very different experience. I'm looking forward to it. I haven't had uh, any co-hosts in a while. It's It's been a, a little while. I think Matt said it's been about two years, I think. So <laughs> it'll be nice to kind of have somebody join me on the, the teamwork on that. And uh, speaking of the next episode, uh, I want to say that uh, we were going to be talking about the carnival. We're going to be talking about September's events. We're going to be talking more about Gleet. Myself and Matt are going to have a discussion towards the end of the episode and talk about how much Gleet can really change things in the environment as far as Japanese pro wrestling. We're also going to talk a bit more about Road Warrior Animal and uh, his, uh, you know, his, his passing on into the uh, the non-physical existence. He's uh, he's Stardust, just like we're all going to be. So we are super happy to uh announce that we are are on spotify now we are also on uh obviously we're on our youtube account and we're gonna keep spreading our wings to be able to get onto more social media to get more folks listening in and we have a couple of awesome interviews that we are in the midst of getting finalized as far as dates are concerned and as soon as we have those dates locked down and we have the recordings done we will announce those interviews and we will be sharing them with you uh, when they are ready we want to make sure that they are awesome their quality and their stuff that ultimately folks are going to want to listen to and so having said that we want to say please make sure that you're following us on social media on twitter at uh, ajpw worldwide we want to say Make sure that you're a part of the Facebook group. Make sure to find us, All Japan Worldwide Fan Group, on the Facebook groups. We want to make sure that you're looking at us through the YouTube. You're looking through uh, AJPW Worldwide Fan Group, Suama Station. You're looking for Suama Station over at the Chair Shot. We want to also make sure that you're getting at, uh, uh, to the English commentary, which by the time when this comes out should be set up on our Potomatic channel, which will have the entire Champions Carnival for 2020 should be uploaded uh, by the the weekend coming up. And so we're really hoping you folks are going to enjoy that and really dig into the carnival with English commentary. And that does it for us. We really hope that you folks are enjoying the podcast, you're enjoying the English commentary, and we are very happy to bring this stuff to you and get you informed, get you into All Japan Pro Wrestling. This is Dave the Drummer saying Blue Justice. See you next month, folks. Take care. Bye-bye.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.